Chapter thirty two of the forty five guardsmen by Alexandre Dumas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia. Chapter thirty two Brother Borromée. It was about ten o'clock in the evening when the deputies returned home. Nicolas Poulain remained behind the others, reflecting on the perplexing situation in which he found himself, and considering whether he should report all that he had heard to Monsieur d'Epernon, when, in the middle of the Rue de la Pierre Auréal, he ran right against a Jacobin monk. They both began to swear, but, looking up, recognized each other. "'Brother Borromée?' cried Poulain. "'Nicolas Poulain?' exclaimed the monk. "'How are you?' asked Nicolas cautiously. "'Where in the world were you running to in such a hurry at this time of night? Is the priory on fire?' "'No, I was going to the Duchesse de Montpensier's hotel to speak to Monsieur de Mainville.' "'And what for?' "'Oh, it is very simple,' said Borromée, seeking for a specious answer. "'The reverend prior was solicited by the Duchess to become her confessor. "'He accepted at the time, but since then he has had scruples "'and has sent me to tell her not to rely upon him.' "'Very good, but you are going away from the Hotel Guise.' "'Exactly so, for I hear she is at the Hotel Saint-Denis with her brother.' quite true but why do you deceive me it is not the treasurer who is sent with these sort of messages but to a princess now do not detain me or i shall miss her she will return you might have waited for her true but i shall not be sorry to see monsieur le duc also oh that is more like the truth so go on there is something new going on thought nicolas but why should I try to discover what it is? Meanwhile, the brother and sister had been conversing together, and had settled that the king had no suspicions and was therefore easy to attack. They also agreed that the first thing to be done was to organize the league more generally in the provinces. While the king abandoned his brother, who was the only enemy they had to fear, so long as Henry of Navarre occupied himself only with love affairs. Paris is all ready, but must wait, said Mayenne. At this moment, Monsieur de Mainville entered and announced Borromée. Borromée? Who is he? cried the Duke. The man who you sent me from Nancy when I asked for a man of action in mind. I remember I told you he was both, but he was called Borroville. Uh, yes, Monseigneur, but now he is a monk and a Borromée. Borroville a monk? And why so? That is our secret, Monseigneur. You shall know hereafter, but now let us see him, for his visit disquiets me. Why, Borroville, cried the duke, laughing as he entered. What a disguise! Yes, Monseigneur, I am not much at my ease in this devil of a dress, I confess, but as it is worn in the service of Her Highness, I do not complain. And what do you want so late? I could not have come sooner. I have all the priory on my hands. Well, now speak. Monsieur le Duc, the king is sending succors to the Duc d'Anjou. Bah! We have heard that the last three years. Yes, but this time it is certain. At two o'clock this morning, Monsieur de Joyeuse set out for Rouen. He is to take ship at Dieppe and convey three thousand men to Antwerp. Oh, who told you that, Borroville? I heard it from a man who is going to Navarre. To Navarre? To Henry? Yes, Monseigneur. 
And who sends him? The king, with a letter. What is his name? Robert Briquet. He is a great friend of Gorenflot's. And an ambassador of the king's? Yes, I am sure of it, for he sent one of our monks to the Louvre to fetch the letter. And he did not show you the letter? The king did not give it to him. He sent it by his own messenger. We must have this letter. Certainly, said the duchess. How was it that this did not occur to you? said Mainville. I did think of it and wished to send one of my men, who is a perfect Hercules, with Monsieur Briquet, but he suspected and dismissed him. You must go yourself. Impossible. And why? Because he knows me. As a monk, but not as a captain, I hope. Ma foi, I do not know. He seems to know everything. What is he like? He is tall, all nerves, muscles, and bones, silent but mocking. Ah, ah, and clever with his sword. Marvelously. A long face. Yes. And an old friend of the prior's. Yes. Oh, I have a suspicion which I must have cleared up. Bourdeville, you must go to Soissons, to my brother. But the priory. Oh, you can invent some excuse to Gorenflow. He believes all you say, said Mainville. You will tell my brother all you know about the mission of Monsieur de Joyeuse. Yes, Monseigneur. And Navarre, said the Duchess. Oh, I charge myself with that, said Mayenne. Let them saddle me a fresh horse, Mainville. Then he murmured to himself, Can he be still alive? End of chapter 32 Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia